0: Welcome to the Soul Gym. We are your Soul Gym sisters, your hosts and inner strength coaches. Hey, the Soul Gym is for people who want to transform their life by training their mind because they know that lasting change begins on the inside and works its way out. Hey, this show will challenge and inspire you to step into the audacious plan god has for your life so come on it is time to develop some mental muscle it's game time let's go Hey, welcome to the Soul Gym. We are your Soul Gym sisters. I'm Crystal. And I'm Jody. (laughs) Hey, we're so glad you're here. We're so glad you have joined us. I mean, as always, this is the place where you train your mind in order to transform your life. And we're telling you anything, any area of your life can be transformed when you go from the inside out. So today, we are talking about a powerful powerful source but let me open up with a little question here do you suffer from anhedonia and you know what that is to have a joyless state of mind oh, oh. I, I I mean, I. we are looking around the world, and we see such a joyless, you know, collective state of mind. I, and, and it was so interesting when I started, you know, digging into this. And I am reading an absolute, you know, secular research article, and what is their conclusion in the end? that in order to have a joyless state of mind, what is at the heart of that issue? It goes on to say, negative thinking. I mean, negative thinking, you know, whether it's about yourself, you know, your society, your relationships, whatever it is, your personal, you know, interactions, or so much of the time about the future. You know, so mm. people are, are suffering from this joyless state of mind. And so you know what else can happen in that? I've got to ask you. Okay, maybe you're going, I don't suffer from that. Well, maybe you suffer from something else and you're just a killjoy. <laughs> you know, those you killjoys out there are the most unfun people to be around. <laughs> you know what a killjoy is? They're the people that... You know, just you—you you have no fun, and they do it on purpose. Yeah, they come in just to ruin the moment. And they on hate purpose. anyone who has fun. And they, they, yeah, they—they they hate people who laugh. Yeah, <laughs> they just are not fun. They're the people who kill the joy in the room. Yeah. And I'm and Jody and I were talking. We see this joylessness both in the non-christian world and sadly in the christian world Mm. and so that is what we are taking on and jody and i talk about joy a lot because we cannot believe how missing it is i mean if you're a christian joy is in you yes and it's already a seed it's already part of the fruit and it's already in you why is it almost dead? It's <laughs> Come on, start watering and, and get yes. that seed to grow, people. Uh
1: huh. So, people just go, I think, by how they feel. Yeah. You know? And you can fall into it so easy. You know, know, we are so accustomed to just go by how I feel. Hmm, how do I feel today? You wake up feeling grumpy. I guess it's going to be a bad day. Joy is a choice. Yes. And, and what you choose to think about and focus on will will stir that joy up or it will suppress it. So immediately when you wake up, you have to on purpose say, today's going to be a good day. The Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. Always. And he means it always, no matter
0: what's happening. You know, the thing is the world is so trivialized this word. Yep. You know, just joy as though it's some little soft, you know, giggle. Yeah. and when when God puts you know part His character in you, and and you get to grow this thing, we are talking about a a life changing supernatural force yes. that is so powerful. It's not based on our, our temporary happiness. You know, happiness comes from hap or haphazard. You know, based upon circumstance. Like you said, Jody, I mean, I could be up and down all day long based upon things coming at me, you know, mm-hmm. nonstop. And it, hopefully I've matured to a point where I can recognize, you know, and I'm starting to feel, you know, a, a lack of joy. But I'm telling you, I was reading a Kenneth Copeland devotional and he said he had a dream and God showed him that joy is like... um where did I put it? It's like spontaneous combustion. You know, where where it links up with the Holy Spirit, it creates fire, it creates heat, it makes things happen. And so mm-hmm. joy is, is nothing to be messed with. Joy is supernatural. Scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes. And if we're going to walk through this life when we're supposed to be walking in faith, then I guess it's going to take some strength. Uh We're always talking about strength. It's, it's hard to, I mean, just even physically to to do what you need to do in a given day. When you feel weak physically, Uh let alone your spirit and soul feeling Uh weak. Oh man. No, thank you no no thank you
1: so yeah, there's a lot to deal
0: with yeah. in
1: yeah i mean you're dealing with what is happening in our country you're dealing with uh the price of gas
0: <laughs> it, these I are mean, real these, things these
1: are real issues it's that, real that issues. are bombarding people's mm-hmm. minds and lives and you know, I started feeling it a few weeks ago. You right. know, I, I like to keep informed, and I could feel something draining from me. And you know, you, you can see the indicators. You get a little short. Yep. You, you know, you're you're starting to worry. You know, a little bit. Maybe not sleeping as well as you used to. And I knew God was saying, uh, Jody, it's like your gas gauge." Um, my mentor Keith Moore says, you know, there's a gas gauge in your car and you got to keep track of it. It's that E and that F. And once it starts going to that E, you better, you know, take it serious. Joy and peace are our gauge in life. Wow. When you're lacking peace and you're lacking joy, you're, you're in danger zone. So if I'm not laughing freely and i'm not having a good time no matter what's going on something's missing so immediately i pop in some great teaching on joy yeah. and i stir that gift up because without it the joy of the lord is our strength so sadness uh being depressed being discouraged guess what is our weakness right. so we 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 do have to take this so serious because it is so underutilized a weapon as a Christian to fight off everything that's going on in the world. And you don't have to understand everything.
0: Well, you, you just,
1: just have to be happy.
0: You were saying earlier about all these things swirling around us. Yes. And I don't have to, here's the thing is we are not denying, I'm watching gas, I'm watching, I mean, the price of groceries. We are watching what's happening across the world. Guess what? We've got Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because it's real. But you were saying how to to guard from letting these things get in you.
1: Yeah, it's uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 8. Paul was talking here. He said, we are troubled on every side, yet we are not distressed. We are perplexed, but we are not in despair. Persecuted, but not (laughs) forsaken cast down but not destroyed. What is he saying? He's saying troubles all around. It is. I mean uh, there there's a struggle, there's a fight going all around me, but guess what? I'm not letting it in me.
0: Amen.
1: You know, in revelations uh Jesus is talking about, I knock at the door. Anyone who opens the door of our hearts, I will come in. So what that scripture is showing is we have a choice of what we let in our hearts, who we let in our hearts, and it makes a huge difference about what we let in because it's life and death. You know, you're not defeated until you accept defeat inside. I heard someone say, it's not cancer, it's not diabetes, it's not lack that we need to be concerned with, it's getting that in our hearts. We all deal with the same issues, (laughs) struggle, pressure, relationship problems. And if you sit and focus and talk and meditate on those, guess what? You're letting it in. You're letting it in. And that can literally drain you of all the strength you need to overcome and it it will rob you of any peace and joy it takes to win in this fight. So the choice is up to us, whether we take it, let this pressure in. And then later on, he says in uh, verse 13, but we having the same spirit of faith. See, this is the spirit of faith. You know, I used to think I had tons and tons of faith. Sure, I'm operating in faith. Yeah, I'm a believer, but there was no joy, no expectancy, no strength. And I'm finding out there's no such thing as being in faith and having no joy. Mm. Because when you're truly, truly in faith, you are with joy expecting great things to happen, no matter what's going on.
0: Well, that's, that is the, the whole point, is that joy is a fruit and that seed is in you. I mean, joy brings strength. Joy brings hope, which is that blueprint for faith. I mean, and hope so shifts perspective. Hope can see the exact same thing as despair, and they're going to look at it completely different. Mm -hmm. That's what hope does. Hope releases joy. Hope is this, again, hope is so trivialized. Oh, I hope. Fingers crossed. That's not hope. That's not hope. That (laughs) might be worldly hope. But we are talking about another powerful, foundational, spiritual force that it's about aggressive expectation yes i mean it's like and, and so it, what does it do when there's hope and it and and that joy begins exactly you know you're in faith
1: mm-hmm. you, you,
0: can, you can see what. Well, what's that scripture that mm-hmm. jesus endured for the hope
1: yeah well i i think we believe the lie that what we're going through is just Oh, it's the worst thing that could possibly happen to us. And again, I'm not trivializing. There are bad things that happen. You can lose a loved one. You can lose a job. You can be diagnosed with a sickness or a disease. But who went through the worst situation ever known to man? Jesus. I believe that what he endured in the garden. The 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 suffering. He said he suffered so hard when he was praying. He sweat drops of blood to resist the pressure to give in and quit. And then what he went through the the persecution, the the hatred, the the guile, the you know the the jeering, and then the physical torture. Right. But the worst part about it was when he went to hell and was separated from his father, yet believed. And the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. There's no other way. There's no other way we're going to make it unless we look at him, see how he did it for the joy that was set before him. As he's going and as he's praying, I I believe he saw his family that's right he saw the millions if not billions of people that this act that this act of obedience was going to produce a family and it made him joyful oh. so when we start looking around going oh, it's bad it's bad no one has endured more than him and he remained joyful so we need to do the same. What we're facing is so, Paul talks about it our light affliction. I mean, <laughs> light affliction. This man was shipwrecked three times. He was beat, I mean, to the point of death. He was, he was bit, bit by <sighs> a snake i mean this man went through it and he called it light affliction see it's all perspective it's it is all matter of what we're thinking about and looking at
0: yeah it's so interesting it, it almost feels like i got a little different revelation you and I always talk about when you can see it you have to see it you have to see it then you can seize it then then it's it's that is exactly what that scripture's saying. It's yep. Jesus could see and, and, and it gave him joy. He followed through. He persevered. He, he did the dirty, you know, and go ahead. And, and we can quit. Look at, look at how important he
1: knew what he was focusing on. I mean, look at, he could have, and, and he said it, I could call, you know, right. 10,000 angels but he said i have got to focus on this i can't focus on me right now i've got to focus on the why i'm doing it or i'm done Mm. so i mean look if it was important for him to get his focus right yeah to not let go and to get some joyful expectancy how much more is it for
0: us to get on,
1: oh, right, and what we need to be looking
0: at. Wow, wow. I know and, it. And so, if you are dealing with a lack of joy, if you are, you know, dealing, you know, with with despair or you know, looking around at circumstances, I mean, this is why joy matters. Mm-hmm. If people push back. It has to. It is a greater, more powerful source. Jesus, goodness, blessing will push back the darkness. It will push back the discouragement. It's it's that hope and that joy that enables us to overcome the challenges in our life. We we were talking before we, we, you know, click the record button, that that weeping, you know, I mean, will last for for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And so if you've been sorrowing on something, you know, for weeks, months, most people, years. I mean, we're, we're saying it's, it's time. It's time to move on from that sorrow. I mean, you, you can tell, you can tell. I mean, we've probably all come up against those or seen those people they they walk with a little little you know something in their step they've got you know a, a sparkle in their eye and we find out later that they were going through something really difficult i mean if that is not joy that's just operating like you said we are all going through something we just want to believe that those people who rise above and tap into those powerful sources just couldn't really be going through anything.
1: Yeah. And
0: and they are. Yes. I mean, they're going through things. And so we're going, okay, life is gonna happen. I'm either gonna go through it, you know, with joy working for me, or I'm just gonna go through it in complete despair, miserable, you know, whatever it is. We come back to, it is your choice. Mm-hmm. It is your decision. So there are, I mean, there are countless benefits to, to really cultivating joy in your life. I, we talk about this stuff all the time, the benefits uh, mentally, emotionally, physically. I mean, come on, joy boosts your immune system. You are just all kinds of research studies. You're not as sick. I mean, when you have joy, it'd be just what it does to your immune system. I, lots of studies on longevity. You want to live longer and it, you want to live longer and, and enjoy, you know? So, so cultivate that joy. It just brings on healthier lifestyle choices. I could go on and on and on and on and on. But from the opener, let me kind of like, you know, do a little caveat over here. When we kind of opened up with, are you a killjoy? You know, a, a, a killjoy, it, it, can, it can happen. Just, you know, people's lives and the things that happen. Um, but this, this person, I, if, are you the person who just spoils <laughs> enjoyment for others? you you don't you know you're doing it and yet there's this thing that's just in you that i don't want all these people to be happy because i'm not happy yeah well it, guess what you can change that you do not have to be a killjoy Killjoys yeah. Killjoys can be they hate hate that moment they probably really really dislike to hear laughter yeah. you know about the, it just it just irritates them Killjoys can be mean-spirited. Kill the killjoy spirit, you know, likes to one up. Just when you're about to tell something fun and exciting, boom, they they, they drop the bomb. They drop and I'm I'm laughing, but man, it just might be, you know, you're going, you are describing me. And so I'm here to tell you that that spirit of killing joy, I mean that that can that can disappear that does not have to be your life and when we're talking about that kill joy and and the power of joy a lack of joy is what really kills yeah i mean to have a lack of joy to and there are signs oftentimes of joy and and we're, we're we can downplay laughter but laughter and levity are oftentimes a, a sign of, you know, what, what's going, you know, on in, in inside. And so a lack of joy, the devil has come to steal, kill, and destroy, and God has come to give this abundant life. I mean, what is there to be more joyful about than that? Is that God has come to give us an but more abundantly to me that that has always been one of the most exciting scriptures in the bible so how do you go about as you're sitting there going thanks you know i'm i'm killjoy we're here to tell you like anything else you can train that joy muscle Mm -hmm. you can i mean if you're sitting here going i'm as flat and i've been flat for the last 10 years Well, you're going to have to do some stirring. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to shake yourself up up a a little bit. Philippians 4, 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Mm -hmm. And so I went and looked up the word rejoice. And what does it say? Show great joy or delight. Mm. When you have joy in your kids, you want to show them, Mm. you know? So how do we show this rejoicing? We're supposed to be rejoicing all the time.
1: There's an outward expression.
0: There is. Yeah.
1: Obviously I was just thinking when you said that, what do I do when I'm celebrating? I love to clap. (laughs) Yeah. After every movie, you know, I'm so glad I got to get out and be entertained at the end of every movie. I say. Like <laughs> yay, thank you for that. <laughs> I, I'm singing all the time. I think some people are so used to being sad.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: so used to that feeling of depression and sadness. And just like anything else, we can get used to it. We can used to get used to being out of shape, overweight, broke, uh, depressed. You know, at some point you got to look around your life and go, um, no one wants to be around me. Yep. Uh, my children will not call me. Um, I've lost the last five jobs because they say I'm, you know, bringing the whole office down. I mean, there's signs if you're that person. Yep. But you know what? What's funny is Jesus, I believe, was fun, <laughs> and, and you know, we Crystal loves to show that picture of him laughing all the time. Because I know it's
0: right there on my wall.
1: Yes, we believe he was fun, and I know why because children love to be around him. And children do not like to be around, you know, grumpy, creepy, right. you know, adults, but they loved him because kids can spot, you know, the party, the action. <laughs> so he I know he exuded a whole Amen. lot of fun.
0: God
1: says he sits in the heavens and laughs. Yeah. And so uh, he was the one who who created laughter and humor and joy. So he obviously knows this is a very, very. So you got to decide, am I tired? I am tired of living this way because life is so short. And you can spend it two ways. You can spend it miserable or you can spend it having a good time.
0: Amen. Amen. We talk about meditation a lot too. And and people all of a sudden think that that is not about joy, but it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we think meditation is now just this somber. Yeah. And we're not saying it's not quiet, but the whole point of meditation is to get revelation of the promises of God. And so, like I said earlier, if you've been, you know, in sorrow over a broken relationship, a wayward child, you've, you've been grieving for, for years, there is a promise. There is a promise that, that will, I mean, if you, if you grab that in the Bible and you begin to meditate on that, I, I guarantee you it will start to stir up the joy that, that God has promised in his word. And so, I mean, rejoicing, meditating, singing, dancing, um, like you said, clapping, wow, I mean all of that. Crystal,
1: there's another, uh, I believe, I could be wrong, but I know I've heard one definition of joy is calm, delight. Oh. Just, just what you were, the, the meditation, you're just always in a state of delight. You don't have to be, Whoo! you know, oh. I think that people think it is too, and it is that. And it outward that. dancing, laughing, yeah. singing, clapping. But if that's not going on, that doesn't mean there's nothing going on there. There's a calm delight going on on the inside of you.
0: Well, look at the spectrum of joy when it's talking about this deep sense of delight, of gratitude, where where it's just, you know, you're just feasting to this ruckus dancing and shouting. And, and there, there's a, a time and a place for and then all the way to tears, you've heard it, tears of joy, mm-hmm. where you are brought to such a place, you are reminded of of the such goodness of, of God that you, yeah, tears are running down your face. Mm-hmm. And so joy can take on a lot of different faces here. Yeah. You know, from this, this deep solitude to dancing and singing to... Yeah you know crying your your heart out and yeah. and you know kind of laughing at the same time yeah. i mean yes. i think we've all done that yes. so and, and let, let's say that joy also you know because it is a fruit it's it's part of our our character there are we're talking about practical ways of stirring yourself up you know we're also go up. start exercising pet your dog you know enjoy flowers go out in nature i mean there, there are ways to just kind of break the mundane and mm-hmm. and to, to change things up a little bit and of course jody and i are always going to talk about gratitude yeah i it's just life can't help but go full circle and always come back to gratitude yeah, I because know. as long as I am ungrateful, then I am, you know, going to be somewhat in self pity to whatever degree, you know, mm-hmm. feeling sorry for myself, jealous, envious, comparing, whatever it is never satisfied as, as long as gratitude is working in your life. And that's what, why we always say, you know, our, in our morning routine, I mean, eyes, they might not even be open yet, but my mind starts going and I know in order to have the right kind of day is I've got to be thankful. Mm-hmm. God, thank you.
1: And to show this is not natural is, have you ever had something just wonderful happen during your day? And you're just, oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Then you will go to bed and wake up the next morning and you'll be, you know, you'll get an email, you'll get a text, something bad will happen. And for, you know, the first part of the day, you're mad, you're complaining. And I mean, I've had God more than once go, remember what I did yesterday? Hey, hey, remember what I did for you? And see, you have to, the Bible talks all the time about remembering. We we are so good at forgetting. I mean, he can bless us, bless our socks off one day, and the next day we're upset because this hasn't happened for us. It's just almost ridiculous how petty and selfish and self-centered we can be. So train yourself that i mean especially when things are not going great but no matter what has happened you got to go oh god i remember when you did that god i remember when you did that if it's 20 years ago you go yeah. oh thank you, god that is you're right the very thing that will get you out of the the sadness the self-pity the only thing
0: oh absolutely so Oh, the power of joy. Joy is our strength Lord, and we're looking around and you need strength. You do. If we are gonna walk out this faith walk, I mean, uh, problems, uh, all kinds of yuck is, is just punching you in, in the face, uh, trying to attack your kids. This is a choice to be joyful and like you said Jody it it can be a battle we're, we're, we're definitely not saying it's the easiest thing but it does get easier mm-hmm. you, when you learn to enjoy your life when yes you, when you learn to appreciate the things in life I mean I I oftentimes think through to the end of my life and I don't want to be laying on my deathbed, you know, and, and all these regrets. And boy, you, again, you can see all these kinds of studies and, and it's always about not enjoying their life, oh. about all these regrets. I wish I would have done this. I wish, I, and it all comes down to just taking life way too serious not not relishing in the relationships and appreciating you know everything we have just don't let another day go by because a day turns into a week it turns into a year and now i i just heard i think it was kenneth copeland just recently go when did i when did this happen when did i turn 80 i was just and it's so true You know, I I mean, don't let another day go by because one day you're 30, then 50, then 70, then 85, and then you're watching the end of your life. Mm -hmm. And man, so we're just, we're encouraging you. Joy is your strength. It is. Stop being a killjoy. Mm -mm. No, you can change that today. And... you can train up this joy muscle. We give you a lot of practical ideas. You know, pick one for your mental muscle challenge. I mean, whether it's, whether you just know you need to show an outward demonstration, I need to sing, or God's really talking to me about getting deep, you know, into meditation, whatever it is, or whether you are so brought to tears of joy, You know, with with the goodness of God, look at how joy, it just is, it's so awe-encompassing. And so you guys, we want to encourage you today. We just want to lift you up, and and we hope that we can just inspire some, some joy in your life to really get it stirred up and see the benefits of everything that God has for you. He's got that audacious life we always talk about and so you guys thank you so much for listening and being a part of the soul gym please continue to tell your friends subscribe wherever you're getting your podcasts wherever you're seeing this on video we would just really appreciate it again we love you and we will see you next week at the soul gym where we train the mind in order to transform your life we'll see you next week bye